Greetings to you via churches. Greetings to those joining us from elsewhere. This is Colin, and we're having our podcast for Harvest Thanksgiving. We'll be in Yetham this Sunday, 11 o'clock, and there will be a joint service. And after the service, there will be a lunch. So that will be good. Um, the usual activities, the craft group, the coffee morning, the prayer group all happen at their usual times. On Friday, we have the funeral of Jennifer Jeffries. And Jennifer lived in Northumberland, but her, her father had been GP in Yetham and there were strong family links. So the funeral will be in Yetham at 12 o'clock. And next Sunday, the, there'll be another joint harvest service, but this time in more battle and this time with communion. And that will be 11 o'clock. We'll be having our retreat on Holy Island, and that will be the 22nd of October, Saturday 22nd. And please confirm with Trish whether you're, you're going or not. And if you need transport or can offer a seat in your car. Final total for the kilt walk, or more or less final, is £2,647.50. It may go up by about £10 or so. And finally, there'll be a retiring collection for the Pakistan flood appeal after our services on the 9th and 16th, our harvest services. Our call to worship, God of abundance, God of fruitfulness, God of generosity, God of love beyond measure, God of extravagance, God of celebration, God of goodness, God of love beyond imagining. We gather bringing the best that we can offer to give thanks for all good things and share your generosity with others. We sing together our first hymn, our 233, Come Ye Thankful People Come.
And thanks to Heather and Gordon. Let us pray. God of honey and harvest, of grain and grape, of ocean and orchard. This harvest time, may we both praise and pray. Praise you for the abundance. And pray that this harvest is not just shared, but shared justly. God of beehives and bread baskets, of living webs and weaving of life, of ecosystems and economy. This harvest time, may we both praise and pray. Praise you for the wealth of the harvest. And pray that this harvest is not just a promise, but is full of promise for all. God of bumblebees and blue whales, evolution and environment, ice field and star field. This harvest time, may we both praise and pray. Praise you for the sheer wonder of the world and pray that this harvest is not about our wealth, but the wealth of our generosity. Let us confess our forgetfulness of God, our failure to give thanks and the ways in which we have wasted the gifts of creation. We confess to you our lack of care for the world that you have given us. We confess to you our selfishness in not sharing the earth's bounty, bounty fairly. We confess to your failure to protect resources for others. Lord have mercy. Christ have mercy. Lord have mercy. And may God show us his mercy, restore us in his likeness, and give us generous hearts and lives through Jesus Christ our Lord who taught us when we pray to say, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. And save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours now and forever. Amen. We read from the story of Ruth from chapter 2 and verse 17. So Ruth gleaned in the field until evening. And then she threshed the barley that she had gathered and it amounted to about an ephah. She carried it back to town. Her mother-in-law saw how much she had gathered. Ruth also brought out and, and gave her what had been left over after she had eaten enough. Her mother-in-law asked her, Where did you glean today? Where did you work? Blessed be the man who took notice of you. Then Ruth told her mother-in-law about the one whose place she'd been working, at whose place she'd been working. The name of the man I worked with today is Boaz, she said. The Lord bless him, Naomi said to her daughter-in-law. He has not stopped showing his kindness to the living and the dead. This man is one of our our relatives, a close kinsman redeemer. And then Ruth the Moabite said, He even said to me, Stay with my workers until they finish harvesting all my grain. And Omi said to to Ruth, her daughter-in-law, It will be good for you, my daughter, to go with his girls, because in someone else's field you might be harmed. And so Ruth stayed close to the servant girls of Boaz to glean until the barley and wheat harvest were finished. And she lived 
with her mother-in-law. Amen. And then Matthew chapter 13 and from verse 24, Jesus told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field. But while everyone was sleeping, his enemy came and sowed wheat, weeds among the wheat and went away. When the wheat sprouted and formed ears, then the weeds also appeared. The owner's servants came to him and said, Sir, didn't you sow good seed in your field? Where then did the weeds come from? An enemy did this, he said. Do you want us to go and pull them up? No, he answered. Because while you're pulling up the weeds, you may root up also the wheat with them. Let both grow together until the harvest. At that time, I'll tell the harvesters, first collect the weeds and tie them in bundles to be burnt, and then gather the wheat and bring it into my barn. Amen. And God bless these readings from God's holy word. Oh, praise be to God's name. And 137, all things bright and beautiful. Let us pray. Lord of the harvest, as the wild flowers scatter the seeds far and wide, so may your people scatter the seed of hope in the soils of despair, bringing to growth those good things that are your gift and promise. Amen. Two women shuffle along a dusty road. They've been on the road for many days. Behind them lies death and heartache. And the future for them lies ahead, but an uncertain future. They've been sleeping rough, just where they've been able to find shelter. But now they reach their destination, 
Where will they stay? What will they do? How will they manage to find food? Where will there be work? Who will look after them? Who are these women? It could be Ruth and Naomi, leaving Moab behind. Moab where Naomi's husband and her two sons lie dead and buried. Where Ruth's husband died, but who has also left the heartache of leaving her family, her homeland, everything that was familiar, to venture with Naomi to make a new home, a new life. But ever the niggle in her mind of how she will be received. Two women on the road. But think 3,000 years on, October 2022. And maybe there's not so much difference in all these 3,000 years. For these women could be Mariam and her mother-in-law in East Africa, in Somalia, where drought has caused one million people to be displaced. Families have had to bury loved ones on the road as they journey for days, for even weeks, in search of aid and assistance. Maybe Mariam have had, has had to bury her husband, her children. The UN warns of the famine, that famine is in the door of Somalia. But by the time it is announced, it's already too late. And the scenes that prompted pop stars to perform Live Aid are being repeated again and again, with 22 million at risk of starvation. Two women on the road. It could be Yasmin and her mother. They live in Pakistan. They weren't rich, but they had a good life. A house with some a field and to grow vegetables and the chickens. They were comfortable and they counted themselves blessed because they lived near the river Indus. So the ground was well watered even when drought was at their door. They're Christians, so sometimes they had to keep their heads down. But still, they counted themselves very fortunate. But that same river, which had been such a blessing, has now become swollen with rainfall. It has risen and risen like the story of Noah's flood that the pastor mentioned at their small church. That church has, has been washed away. Their house had been threatened and they, they had to take what they could and, and leave. Her dad went back to see if he could rescue more. He hasn't come back. He hasn't returned. They shuffle along the road like the nine million others who've been displaced. A third of the whole country underwater. What will the future hold for Yasmin and her mother and her father if he comes back? For Ruth, in the Old Testament, there was a future for her. And we have a romantic picture of Ruth standing amid the alien corn. But it was alien corn. It was foreign. It was hard. She was young. She was a Moabitess. She was vulnerable to unwanted attention by the locals. 
She was given the opportunity, though, to glean in the field of Boaz. And gleaning was hard work. It was bent back breaking work. You were down on the ground picking what was the harvesters has left after they'd done their work. That little had been left for the widows and orphans to come and pick. A practice, incidentally, that still goes on in the kibbutzim in Israel today. A lot of the Bible stories and a lot of Jesus' parables are in an agricultural setting. There is the joy of the good harvest. But the Bible is also very honest. And equally, there are stories of plagues, of locusts devastating the land. Or in our, our parable today, a crop where wheats had been sown with the good grain, which would need to be sorted out and separated later. But in the story of Ruth, we have the snapshot of Boaz, the farmer, who is this time enjoying a good harvest. No doubt, like all the other farmers, he would have his anxieties, the weather, the possibility of a plague of locusts that would destroy the crop, even the possibility of war. Just like farmers today worry about the weather and climate change and various diseases and bank loans. Just as farmers in Kenya or Somalia or Pakistan worry about flood and drought. But Boaz shared his good fortune. He treated his wet workers well. He also noticed the stranger and included her. And if we read on in the story, Ruth and Boaz marry and their great-grandson will become King David. A good future for someone who'd shoveled along a dusty road with her mother-in-law, wondering what the future would bring. But what future for Mariam in Somalia? What future for Yasmin and her family in Pakistan? You'll pick up the pieces. But the drought and the flood have, which have, caused, have been caused by climate change. As was Hurricane Ian, which has left such a trail of destruction in the Caribbean and in the, the States. Next year, or the next, may well be even more extreme weather. We need to act. We thank God that our partners like Christian Aid are, are active in places like the East, the Horn of Africa and East Africa are working with the DEC in Pakistan. People are trying to help to make things better, to try to provide a future. We rejoice at the harvest. We're happy that the tractors are in the fields around us, that we have broccoli from Caverton in our shops, that we have food in our cupboards and fridges. But we're called to have the same compassion that Boaz showed and reach out to the increasing numbers who rely on food banks in this country. But also remember, we're part of the world. Our brothers and sisters are suffering. We have to reach out to the likes of Mariam and Yasmin, that they may know a brighter future. Amen. And the hymn 230, Praise God for the Harvest. Oh, 
Let us pray. The earth is the Lord's and everything in it, the world and all who live in it. Thanks be to God. All the animals of the forest are the Lord, and so are the cattle upon a thousand hills. The Lord brings forth food from the earth, wine that gladdens our hearts, oil to make our faces shine, bread that sustains our hearts. Thanks be to God. The Lord makes springs pour forth in the valleys. It flows between the mountains. Thanks be to God. Thanks be to God for all who cooperate and collaborate to bring food to our tables. Thanks be to God for farmers and growers and packers and processors, for breeders and stock people and shepherds and dairy farmers, for distributors, hauliers, retailers, stall holders. Thanks be to God. And let us pray to God for the life of the world and for all people in their daily life and work. We pray for all through whom we receive substance and life, for all farming families who work so hard, often in adverse conditions, to provide our food and look after our countryside. We pray for young people in farming, for those starting studying in agricultural colleges, the next generation of farmers as they bring new skills and energy and vision to the care of the countryside and the production of food in sustainable ways. We pray for farmers and their families under stress as they face uncertainty and unpredictability in global food markets who struggle with increasing regulation and requirements. For those who want to leave farming or retire, and those who find it hard to see a way forward. Pray for governments and aid agencies, and those areas of the world where there is disaster and drought and starvation. And especially we think of Pakistan and the, the East, Eastern Africa at this time. Pray for all involved in agricultural research who face the challenge of to produce more food for a growing world without harming the environment. Grant us all generous hearts in the face of immediate crises, we pray. We pray for areas where the harvest has failed, for Ukraine and Yemen, for Pakistan and the Horn of Africa and all areas affected by extreme weather. We offer ourselves to your service, asking that by the Spirit at work within us, others may receive a rich harvest of love and joy and peace. And so we bring before you all those who have, are suffering at this time, all those who have lost people so dear to them, all those who to visit hospitals or and see those who are, are very ill or else they're maybe at home and they're worried and those who are aging. God of grace, be with them, we pray in the name of Jesus, our Lord and our Saviour. Amen. And we close by singing 800 and 
for you shall go out with joy. You shall go out with joy and be led forth with peace, and the mountains and the hills shall break forth before you. There'll be shouts of joy, and the trees of the field shall clap, shall clap their hands, and the trees of the field shall clap their hands. And the trees of the field shall clap their hands. And the trees of the field shall clap their hands. And we'll go out with joy. You shall go out with joy and be led forth with peace. And the mountains and the hills shall break forth before you. There'll be shouts of joy. And the trees of the field shall clap, shall clap their hands. And the trees of the field shall clap their hands. And the trees of the field shall clap their hands. And the trees of the field shall clap their hands. And you'll go on with joy. God the Father who created the world, give you grace to be wise stewards of his creation. God the Son who redeemed the world, inspire you to go out as labourers in his harvest. And God the Holy Spirit whose breath fills the whole of creation help you bear her fruits of love and joy and peace. And the blessing of God Almighty, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit be with you now and always. Amen.